Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I'm Fern here with Dom. Hey. So I was telling you earlier, um, once again, YouTube takes a hold. And I was watching a lot of these. They're like not just medical documentaries, but like just like life documentaries, like people living a certain way or living with certain diseases or et cetera like that. Even one of them was like, it was crazy. Because I remember there's something in New Zealand or New Zealand or Australia, whatever, but they have a certain disease that babies get. In the news pretty recently, too, there was a guy who apparently had, like, this special type of blood that helps fight against it. So he's been donating for the last, like, 40, 50 years, whatever, right? And I and I remember that whole thing, whatever. But his story came on, and he was talking about how he, basically it's like a disease where your skin is just too delicate, whatever, right? Oh. Yeah, and so he was, like, talking about how, like, you know, even, like, bandaging wrong could, like, either tear his skin apart or, like, oh blister like crazy, right? And he's saying, like, how he's kind of afraid to leave the house because even things like running into people can hurt and all that stuff. Kind of like Mr. Glass and Unbreakable? Yeah, but, you know, not bones, skin. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's that's crazy. But then it ends with him because he's, I think he's like mid twenties, maybe, okay. hitting thirties or something. But it ends with him sitting at a, at a weight bench, like lifting and like a lot of weight. I'm just thinking to myself, like, wouldn't that hurt his back? Yeah, wouldn't that be tearing your skin? Yeah, because you're working out the muscles. Because this whole time, like, they're talking about the the disease and all this stuff, right? And but he's like lifting, cool, you know, lifting whatever. But I'm like, that hurts, right? I was so confused, like, the whole time they're literally explaining his disease and he's talking about it and whatnot and all this stuff. And the very end where he's just sitting there, like, benching, like, oh, like 200 pounds or something. And I'm like, that would break his skin, right? I would assume because you're you're exercising the muscles and you're work them out and, like, get them to move and this and that and it moves your skin around right yeah that's what i was i was so confused i told you then like there's a bunch of i basically if you ever just want to kill some time just look up like medical or health or live docs and stuff and it'll be like oh hey i live as a baby and my you know 30 year old boyfriend takes care of me and it's not creepy because he doesn't have sex with baby me even though baby me looks a lot like regular me. Weird. <laughs> People are weird. There's a lot of crazy shit on YouTube. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to take a look at it. I mean, as long as you're not going around to schools, getting kids, as long as you're two consenting adults, I don't think it matters, right? Well, so then how do you feel about, I want to say it was this year, maybe last year, they were talking about how, like, this pedophile guy... Well, he's never done anything ever to a kid. Okay. Never convicted ever. But he has like a child sex doll. There's no kitty porn or anything like that. He just, he knows that he kind of has that, that whatever feeling or yeah. wanting to do so. And he has like a child sex doll. And he's saying that it's fine because he's not going around like trying to get kids and do this stuff to kids. 
And technically, it is just a doll. <laughs> the doll just happened to look like a kid. I don't know. So is that okay? I mean, he's not hurting anyone, right? No. I guess it's fine. I mean, that's what he does in the privacy of his own home, right? Yeah. And this is still America? I think. Or England. I don't know. I can't remember. It's one of those two countries. So I assume that that's okay, right? I mean, I still don't agree with it, but I mean. But, like, imagine having kids here and he's, like, the next door neighbor. And just knowing that that happens, wouldn't it be kind of, like, terrifying to have your kids kind of in the same, like, vicinity as him? Maybe. Because, sure, I mean, you you, you can say. Would he be allowed to live near me? Because I live near a school. I mean, he he's never done, and he's not know. convicted. He's never. That's like actually touched a child. I guess it's more of like how people have rape fantasies, uh-huh. and like yeah, sometimes they'll act it out with their partners or whatever. But they're like, but I've never actually like raped anyone. Raped anyone? Like you know, there was this whole thing about I think it was like Tumblr. There was like websites of. Remember I told you a long time ago, there was like the whole meth society or something like that. And there was a bunch of like meth heads on Tumblr like, oh, I do meth and I, I work like a nine to five job. No. Stop degrading us. No. I must have told Tyler. This was years ago. I found a, a page like that. It was literally just a bunch of meth heads who like take pictures of themselves and post oh, it on Oh, showing this. that not all meth heads? Yeah, like, like <laughs> we're functioning in society and stuff like that, right? Sure. There was one thing about, like, a rape one, too, where people would talk about how they would want to get raped in, like, certain areas. I guess technically give consent, but they're like, oh, I hope nobody finds me, like, in this area. Oh, I mean, if anyone is in this area and wants to chat and stuff, and you know what I mean? Because it was, like, insinuating that. They're okay with them raping? Yeah, them? like like you'd go on there and be like, oh, Weird. I live in Scottsdale, like near this burrito shop in front of this house that has a car that's like a white van or whatever. Yeah. Hope nobody comes to my open window and rapes yeah, me. Yeah, rapes me. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. Is that not real, like, rape? No, it's just consensual. So it is consensual? Well, like, you're saying you want it, right? But in your head, you're just fantasizing that you're like, oh, I don't know that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. So it's like you guys are working through it like it's... You're playing out a fantasy. You're so, not really so doing it, though, like that. If I were to do that, yeah, and I'm thinking, like, Idris Alba's going to come in and rape me, uh-huh. right? But then you come in and rape me, and then I realize, like, oh, I, I guess I don't want it. Yeah. And I'm saying no... That's probably why you should have a safe word. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is what he wants. Is that just like a whole big gray area that I people hope to never guess. get into? I don't know. Well, going back to the pedophilia stuff, they were telling me like at work, this one guy who used to work. I'm not going to say where, just in case anyone's listening from work. 
in case anyone happens to listen. At this, his place of business? No, I'll probably end up cutting it out, but I'll tell you where it is. That what he used to do. Did I, did I tell you about this? Where he would used to go on like lunch and he'd go to like, because we used to have a little play place in the mall. You know how there used to be that little play place? Yeah. On the third level by Nordstrom? Yeah, right, yeah up there, right? Yeah. So the, he used to go on lunch and just sit there and like eat his lunch and like watch kids. And then he'd also go to, like, the kids' department because we have, like, chairs out there, and he'd sit there and he'd eat, like, his lunch and just watch the kids to the point where told the manager, and she went out and, like, saw him. So she told, she told him. She had to tell him, we have a break room for a reason. Yeah. You can go to the break room for lunch. You cannot do that. You can't go to the kids' department and eat your lunch. You can't go out and just sit there and eat your lunch, like, watching kids like that. And it's because you wanted diddle kids? I don't know. Or was it more of like I don't he know. lost I his life and his, and his two kids well, in a car well, accident? And just... No, not in a car accident. They moved away. He comes in with his mom, and it's it's just kind of weird. It's uh, it's yeah. it's like a weird kind of thing where like they like they hold hands. I think I told you where for Valentine's Day they went to go see uh, the newest Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was well, that guy? It's that guy. I'm gonna hope that it's more of like. He just misses the idea of a family. Okay. As opposed to the other ideas. Yeah. Maybe. Let's just hope for the best. Yeah. And never have to plan for the worst. Yeah. This is the fucking news. From boardroom to movie set, Jeff Johns, better known for writing the DC comics, is moving from chief creative officer position at the DCEU to his own film company, Mad Ghost Production. But his involvement doesn't end with DC, as he's staying with his new found company in or at Warner's. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah. So basically, he got fired, but he's still working for the company. I Wait, think. did he get fired? Because he was kind of like, I guess, kind of like their Kathleen Kennedy, almost. Or more like uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah, but I feel like Kevin Feige has more on on his plate than either of them. Yeah, that's but true. he was like he was like a creative person, I, I guess. Like, really did have his hand in everything. Okay. Like, the movies, the the TV shows. I yeah. think probably, I'm assuming that even, like, the cartoon movies. It sounds to me like he got demoted, but I don't think he's technically working for DC anymore. Oh. He's supposed to be doing, like, a Green Lantern core movie still. You're still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of their movies, yeah, when they, all... they announce something, I'm like, Oh, like Aquaman? That's oh, they're still saying. doing Aquaman? But see, like, <laughs> the crazy part of this is is we were talking about how, like, Kathleen Kennedy wasn't, wasn't like, a huge, like, isn't, like, a huge Star Wars fan like um, like Kevin Feige is for Marvel. Marvel. Well, he was. Like, he wrote for DC Comics. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. And then they brought him over from that. Yeah, and he failed. <laughs> And now he's doing his like, his, dude, you yeah, his failed. And when I when I was first reading it, I had to read it over like ten times because it, what is it, Mad Ghost or Mad Ghost yeah, Company? Yeah, Mad something? Ghost Company. And I had just I had just listened to KRS One. Oh, so, Mad, Mad Ghost Production. Yeah. So in my head, I kept saying, "I'm chilling with the Mad Mad Ghost," like over and over and over. And I just kept thinking of that song, so I'd I'd like try to read it and then I watched a video of it and I had to keep going back and forth because it just gets stuck in my <laughs> gets stuck in my head. I guess something was bound to happen with DC. I mean look at all their dumb shit that's not working. 
it's just ridiculous because it's like they're still going ahead with three Joker films with a Batman solo film that now they're saying like won't have Ben Affleck, even though they've been flip flopping on that for so long. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're still doing a Wonder Woman two, right? An Aquaman, and I guess a Green Lantern Corps. I feel like it's it's kind of like Shazam. Oh, and Shazam. It's like you guys have all these movies that you say are in the works, right? You don't have any movies out. Yeah. You literally Which have, what, they, four? Is it four movies now? They should be pushing uh, Aquaman like crazy, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Five, five uh, when is Aquaman coming out? Later this year? Right. Either way, they should be promoting that shit like crazy. Like, they should be spending... Because they've been holding that trailer back for a while. Yeah, they should be spending a bunch of money on that movie because... Yeah. People already like what's his name, uh, what's his Jason name Momoa. Jason Momoa. A lot of people said they're pretty excited for the movie. So if you just start getting interest for the movie, then hopefully even those people who are like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah. Their whole their whole like marketing campaigns, anyways, are just to keep implanting those images in your head to where you're like, oh, that movie's out. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll watch that. And they should totally be doing that for this movie. I wouldn't say that much for, like, a Suicide Squad 2 movie. Oh, my God. But, like, this Aquaman movie that's supposed to be good anyways, well, why not start right now? Yeah, Like, true. you're going into the summer anyway, so. I don't know. Their whole strategy for everything is just, like, I feel like what you should have just done was release a movie here and there, like, you know, Marvel. Yeah. And then just connect them later, like, yeah. like Marvel, if you really wanted to have like a whole cinematic universe instead of trying to shove it down people's throats yeah in the first like two years yeah like we were supposed to have all these crazy shit happen because they went from being like oh yeah we're gonna have this we're gonna have that and then when people watch those movies and they're like no it's not that good and they're like well well we're not gonna have this we're not gonna have that <laughs> now. we'll just we'll have that we'll have this because i mean are they still even working on a flash movie I don't know. Because weren't they going to do Flashpoint or something? And then... They hinted at it, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Just like uh, a friend of mine posted, oh, just got done rewatching. Um, is it the uh, Justice League or is it Batman vs. Superman where the end credits it? Deathstroke? That's uh, Justice League. She posted that and I was like, but didn't they say that what's-his-name's not going to, like Deathstroke's not going to be in it anymore? Is he not? I thought he was. I thought he wasn't. I could have sworn I read or I saw something where they're like that they're going to tie that into. I don't know. You know, see, like they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Either way, I was just like, I mean, like, I really don't want like I don't want these movies to be bad. <laughs> but like they you, are. you don't want it to be because you want to see like a good Batman movie. You want to see a good Flash movie. You want to see like a good Superman movie. Oh, yeah, because they're fun. Yeah. But then they give you these movies and you're like, no. <laughs> like, oh, that's not what you wanted? Not at all. Huh. Hmm. Cool. Well, WWE slams Hollywood through a table. For those out of the loop, John Cena has been a gold boy wrestling for almost just shy of two decades. And now he's trying for the Hollywood gold. As he has yet another project uh, replacing Stallone in an upcoming um, action film with one of the best actors of the world. Probably the best actor in the world, Jackie Chan. 
What do you think about that? I'm stoked. I mean, I, you know what? Ever since I heard about Jackie Chan's wish to like do a film that he's not doing, like stunts and stuff. Yeah, I kind of want it to happen. Like, I wish I could just write a film where he's like the next door neighbor. And that's it. That'd be cool. <laughs> Wrestling wise, I don't really care much for John Cena. Doesn't do that much for me. He's not that crazy. He's not. I, don't know, I feel like a lot of people like him. No, yeah. I mean, well, depends because he's both liked and hated at the same time right now. Yeah, because you can only push a wrestler so far with people yeah. before they're like, all right, I don't care anymore. And then yeah. you keep pushing them. They're like, I mean, does he still go on? Is he still on WWE? Yeah, he's more part time. Okay. Like, he'll come and do like he'll probably do like uh, pay per views and stuff like that. Um, before, well, I don't know how long he's gonna last because before, like when he was setting up for, he was filming the the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, and he was promoting uh, the um, blockers, mm-hmm. like doing all that stuff. He was still wrestling like. He was in WrestleMania, you know what huh. I mean? Like he, he still did shit. What, what about Batista? Was he still? Wrestling? Uh, he stopped wrestling a few years ago, I think. Okay. Two years ago. Yeah, I think now he's like just an actor. Okay. Because he talked, I, I, he did an interview where he talked about he wanted to come back, but no one ever got back to him about it. <laughs> That's dumb. Oh, yeah. So. Because you know what? I think if if I had to choose between. Him and John Cena, I think I'd be like, oh, no, I'd rather see Dave Bautista in something. Yeah. Especially because, like, even though he had such a small role in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. I think it's because he wasn't expecting it. No, you, he's just, like, like there. You, and you're you like, would think that he would play some sort of. Like, like bodyguard. Yeah, or like, like some guy like hunting. badass. Yeah, like or, he's hunting him down or something. Yeah, Terminator he was just this, like, quiet farmer, like, trying to hide. Yeah, and it shows you, like, oh, he actually knows how to act. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of, like, and th- I kind of do want to see that hotel. Um, uh, Artemis? Yeah, Artemis. Just because I know he's in there, like, Charlie Day has a spot in there. There's a bunch of people in there that are like, oh, you know what? That, that might actually be a pretty good movie. I mean, obviously, The Rock is The Rock. He's just going to be that person. Yeah. Uh, Batista definitely has, I think he has the ability to, to keep on acting. Hopefully he gets a lot of good roles. Yeah. He shows that he can be funny too. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, who would have thought <laughs> Drax would have been like one of the funniest characters in the MCU. Some people don't like it, but I, do. I think, I think it works fine, you know, especially cause yeah. he's so big, Yeah, you know, he's just, Big menacing guy, think, but he's so I think funny. what they hate is that in the second one that they made him more, like, ridiculous. Yeah. But it's like, that makes it, I don't know, to me that makes it funnier. Yeah, I like it. And yeah. so, you know, that's cool. And, I mean, John Cena's always done a little acting here and there. Mm-hmm. But he's mostly just been a wrestler. But, I mean, he has, like, a, a big, you know, look to him, so he could probably get roles that way. And he is pretty funny, because... We watched Blocker, Blockers, and it, it was pretty funny. Hmm. You know, the Bumblebee movie's coming out, and that might be good. So this could, you know, mean he actually has, like, a pretty solid career in Hollywood. Hmm. Even if he never becomes The Rock, which I don't think he ever will, I'd be happy to see, like, you know, what he does in certain movies and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty stuffed on it. Plus, that movie has Jackie Chan in it, and I mean, all I care about is movies with Jackie Chan yeah. in it. So. We need to do more movies with Jackie Chan. 
Good. There's um. We should do Around the World in 80 Days. I I just rewatched that again too. God. There's a there's a movie on Netflix with him and I think it's Johnny Knoxville that came out like two years ago and I like that movie too. It's not their greatest movie, but I mean it's entertaining because it's it's both of them. Hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Well, boy rape is okay. Kevin Spacey is set to make his on-screen comeback in the near future. Is that cool or what? I don't know. You sound excited. So I guess it's good. <laughs> That's the way you wrote it. Um, You're reading the news. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I guess one of his films prior to the whole Anthony Rapp accusing him of um, you know, sexual advances called Billionaire's Boy- Billionaire Boys Club. Um, I guess is going to be released soon, and one of the other actors, uh, I forgot what it was, something DuPont, Richard DuPont, was saying that, oh, well, people have, like, short attention spans anyways, like memories, and so it's okay because you can't even tell because he's wearing glasses and a beard. Wait, did he say that or did Trump say that? Oh, I forgot Trump was in this one because he's a, a billionaire, right? What a horrible name for a movie. That he stars in that <laughs> wants to be released. Yeah, yeah, like, wouldn't you rethink the title and be like, you know what, maybe we should call it something else. What is it called? Billionaire? Billionaire, boy, billionaire Boys Club? Yeah, it should be called Rich Men's Boy Club. Place with no boys anywhere near it. That Club. should be the title. Oh, okay. So that way they're like, obviously... This is inappropriate at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that's dumb. I think so too, because I feel like it's it's those people thinking like, oh well, we could just sweep it under the rug, like with uh, Bill Cosby and like Harvey Weinstein. Like you know that these people are creeps, or like yeah. what's his name, the guy who directed uh, who directed Deeper Creepers. Is he French or something? No, he's some like American guy, but he's like been accused of like raping boys and stuff yeah. too um but it's like these people they get away with it like brian singer they still keep getting away with them did you see what happened with him he's getting directing credit on bohemian rhapsody over the person who took over directing even though he left even though he left he's, he's getting the credit for it so he so can we just reward people for doing bad for, things yeah for boy rape yeah because that Technically, nothing's come out about him, right? No, there's just been a few things here and there where he's been accused of. Yeah, but he's ne- but nothing substantial has ever come from it. So he's fine. Yeah, it's okay because he's just accused of yeah. it. That and doesn't plus, mean if he's you, been convicted. If you go to an island outside of the U.S. and rape a bunch of boys, and it's fine because you're not in America. So. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. So you're fine. Yeah, as long as you own an island, it's fine. Yeah. Like Mel Gibson. You think Mel Gibson does that? <laughs> I don't know. He does something racist. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. No wonder people are, are so frustrated with all this shit. Because it's like, because you guys constantly keep letting this shit happen. Yeah. Like, honestly, look at Mel Gibson. It's like everyone forgot. No matter what the fuck you say, it's like, nah, that fool legit, he, like, is racist. There's a couple of things where, like, I think it was, like, 
abuse, like spousal abuse, but he also, did you ever hear those like phone calls where he was like, I hope you get raped by like four black guys or something yeah. like that. And it's like, you have to be seriously fucked up in the head. Actually, you know what? You must be fucked up in the head because I know you're not there yet, but um, our one of our favorite podcasts, last podcast on the left, they're doing one about the the Biggie Tupac like yeah. East Coast West Coast thing, and right now, the first episode they talk about Suge Knight having a lot of like mental oh, problems, like where he lost his career in professional football because he wanted to go stalk his ex girlfriend instead because he has fucking mental problems. Yeah. Sounds look, like look the, what happened to him. Yeah, look at this. Literally sounds the same as Mel Gibson. No, yet. but it's okay because he's white, um, or is it because he's right? Or is it no wait, white is right, right? right? Yeah, or white. no, right is right. Oh, right. White. Yeah, you're right. No, you're. I mean, you're right. Right, white. Plus, he's Christian. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. No, no, he's Catholic, isn't oh. he? Right. Oh, the best kind of Christian. I don't fucking know. Besides yeah. Mormon, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you can see how people get so fucking frustrated when they hear shit like this. Yeah, it's like, and it's the same thing where it's like, you guys nominated his his film. You guys, well, in the first place, you let him have a film again. And yeah. then you nominate his film, so it kind of legitimizes him again. And it's like, well, like, like there's certain, certain people out there who are like, well, I still love Mel Gibson, no matter what, he, no matter what they say. It's like, but see... You wouldn't say that about everyone. Yeah. Why do you say that? Why do you give allowances to certain people? Because it's your like, favorite. Yeah, it sucks that your your favorite person in the world did something shitty and is a shitty person, but it happens. Yeah, you can move on. It's just fine. because he made a movie called The Patriot <coughs> and he starred in it doesn't mean he's a patriot. Yeah, he's not fucking American. Yeah, out of here. Oh yeah, he's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot. It's always confusing about that movie. It's like fuck out of here. Oh god. Ridiculous, but yeah, no. Going back to Kevin Spacey, that is that's dumb and that's like hubris, because it's like, oh well, I need this movie to get out so that people will know who I am, you know. So it's like it doesn't matter who's in it; just get this movie out there. It's like, but this guy is terrible. Man. He's a horrible person. It's pretty fucking stupid. I can't. I hope. I really hope that if it is. Release that they only release in like two theaters and like no one fucking shows. Yeah, just to be like fuck you. To or they will release a wide release and nobody goes to see it, and they just lose all this money. Yeah, that's true. Either way, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Well, fuck you, DCEU. Infinity War made the two billion dollar club. Hell yeah, yeah. Fuck you, DC. Say whatever you want, DC fan nerds, fan nerdum, whatever. Yeah, uh, nerd fans. Marvel literally is like the tall businessman with money coming out of his pockets, and the DCEU are like Kevin Spacey slave boys. Yeah, trying to lick their feet. This should be the billionaire boys club. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was getting at. I'm glad it did. At first, I, I didn't think it was. I first thought for sure it was. And then when I kind of saw that decline, I was like, oh, maybe it's not going to make it. But at the same point, I think last week, the movie made like $6 million, I think, here. Still? Yeah, which Jesus that's why I said. Christ. I was like, you know what? I was expecting like maybe a million, if that. But yeah, $6 million seemed like way more than it should have or than I thought it would. 
And then I was like, oh, well, maybe it can. And then sure enough, it comes out. You think it might it did. squeak through, like, into, like, second place or something amongst the... Uh, I mean, I want it to. I really want it to, but I think, Just to take down James Cameron. Yeah, I think... I don't know, because I, I don't know where they are, but I want to say they have... They have to have at least like over, f- either like f- five hundred thousand more or fifty million. I can't remember the number because I think I think Titanic is like two billion, like one hundred thousand maybe, or maybe it's a hundred million. I can't remember. This is standing right now. I wanted Jeez. to so bad. I wanted to so bad. And if this doesn't, then. The next Avengers has to. Yeah. And that, I'd be happy with just that, too. Like, because fuck James Cameron, man. Yeah. Like, it's like, his best movies aren't even on there. So, like... Yeah. Doesn't it's make all, any sense. Yeah. I don't know. And it's just crazy, too, because we're, like... We are not... We're, like, halfway through the year. And it's, like, Marvel has just dominated everything. <laughs> yeah, no. For the first half of... 2018. It's so crazy. It's like nothing else has been able to like because it started off with Black Panther, it went into Infinity War, and then Deadpool, and then they still have Ant Man and the Wasp to come. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. When the Black Panther shit kicked off, I was like, this is unreal. And yeah. then I was thinking, like, man, I don't think Infinity War is gonna do that. And then Infinity War took off, and I was like, god damn. It just so, goes yeah. to show you, like. Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to do great. Captain Marvel is going to do amazing because you know because since it ties in with Infinity War like a little bit stronger, especially because of the uh, post-credit scene. Oh, yeah. I feel like that one. I feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to do really good, but I feel like um, it's not going to do as well unless it comes out that in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, like, you, like you need to see it. Like, like no, yeah, like the last twenty minutes are after the thing. Oh, you know what I mean, like man. unless it was something like that, then people would like. I could see it opening strong, but not ridiculous. Yeah. And then if something like that were to occur, where people are like, "Oh yeah, they they talk about it," then people are gonna be like, "Well, fuck, maybe I should go see it then." Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully it is something like that, but I can't. I don't know. Can't really tell. I don't know. Either way, I'm stoked. But yeah, and the, the the next Avengers movie though, I feel like it has is gonna to. just. I think it'll. I think everyone else is just gonna be like, well, not we're not gonna release anything around that time. It's just gonna obliterate everything. I can tell you that right now. Oh, I hope DC's like, no, we're gonna release stuff because we can go up against. Yeah, it. let's let's put Shazam <laughs> against it. Either way, that shit's so cool. Like, damn, a billion dollars. Two billion. Oh, two billion, sorry, two billion dollars. What is there? I think there's four movies in it or three movies. I don't know. Or is it five? Either way, it's super short list. So we just need to get the second Avengers in there, and I really want James Cameron to release the next Avatar. Avatar, and like I want it to bomb so fucking bad. Me too. Because I feel like. It's too late. There was a golden period when, like, it was, like, enough time after, but, like, not too long, where you yeah. could have been, like, cool, people would probably go see it, but I feel like now it's just too long. Yeah. It's 10, it, next year's going to be 10 years. The on, I think the only way that you can make it even watchable is if you 
Pluto if you take the aliens from the movie and put them on like our Earth planet. So it's like a completely different yeah thing. But then you kind of, I mean, then it's just a fish out of water story. And James Cameron's like, hmm, it's almost like I'm the first one to think about this. It's like that sounds like the straight to to uh, video uh, Pocahontas sequel, huh. where she went to England. Maybe maybe the aliens go to a new place, right? And they're struggling. Maybe it's it's like it's like England type planet. It's like a new oh. England planet. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, fuck the haters, two billions, tight, stoked. Give them a. Give I them mean, a. I don't understand how you 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 can't just watch these movies, just to enjoy these movies, and you sit there and you're gonna be like, oh, well, I had a, a problem because like their deaths weren't final, and like so. Yeah, that movie sucked. I don't know, because nerds. Like I said, um, we can always talk about these fucking nerds, but we're just going to keep going down the rabbit hole. So, yeah. How about let's not and say we did. Okay. Instead of saying we did. Because even though that would give us an air of confidence, yeah. it would take up too much time. Cool. I'm being foolish. It's the worst fake crying I've ever seen. She's just using the technique. A what? The technique. Holy <clears throat> uh, Amanda, this is my stepdad, Mark. How long are you here, Amanda? My mom's gonna pick me up around midnight. Midnight's late for us. I'll call your mom. She can come pick you up now. She's busy. Doing what? Chemotherapy. I don't have any feelings, ever. And that doesn't necessarily make me a bad person. It just means I have to work a little harder to be good. I'm sending you to boarding school. After that, you're off my payroll. You hate him. You despise him. Honey, you can't go in looking like that. I'm fine. Let me just... I'm not gonna have to stand here all day like a robot, repeating myself. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. You ever think about just killing him? How would you? What the hell is he even doing here? I am providing you all with early drug experiences that you will forever cherish. Who the hell are you? <laughs> we have a business proposition for you. You got a gun? Yes, I have a gun. You don't know where I come from. Westchester. I'm in. You have no idea. I didn't think you'd bring it here. <sighs> Hold it. No, thanks. Thoroughbreds is a slightly quirky new wave suspense film that comes from the mind of Corey Finley. The film stars Anya Taylor-Joy and Olivia Cook as Lily and Amanda, respectively. Two childhood friends who reconnect their, in their teens after Amanda's mother sets her up to get tutored by Lily. Although the encounter is very stiff and strange at first, they both start to warm up to each other, much like their friendship years before. Amanda, who's been suffering from personal strife, tries to get Lily, now a popular high social teen, to become more honest and open. Soon after reconnecting, Lily comes clean about her relationship with her mom and her strong dislike of her stepfather. 
which leads Amanda to put forth the idea of killing her stepdad. But Lily, shocked by the thought, freaks out and asks Amanda to leave, then ignores Amanda for days on end. One night out at a house party, Lily is confronted about Amanda, who they all know she once had a friendship with. They ask about the horrific incident that took place, which is interrupted by a fight in the house. Leaving the party and on her way to her car, she runs into Tim, played by the late Anton Yelchin, as he has a rather awkward and unnerving confrontation with her, which ends with her driving off. As days pass, the more Lily thinks about Amanda's words, she decides to head over to finally ask her to help her plan her stepfather's death. When talking about going through with it, Amanda tells Lily what really happened with her weeks before. She goes into why she decided to put down her own horse, stating that her mom and vets wouldn't do anything about the horse's injuries. So in gruesome details, she says why she did what she did. Now with both on the same level, they decide to recruit the creep she met days before, Tim. As they together make a plan, Amanda makes sure to blackmail Tim, so no matter what, he would have to go through with it. The day comes and Lily leaves town with her mom, and Amanda heads to the doctor, leaving Tim to do what was asked and leaving both girls free of suspicion. The following day, Lily is shocked to see her stepdad in front of her at the spa. Now convinced, Lily puts a plan in motion to kill her stepdad herself. As her and Amanda sit and watch a movie, Lily feels guilty about her plan and comes clean to Amanda, letting her know that she drugged her drink. Lily tells Amanda of her plan to knock her out with the drink, go upstairs to stab her stepdad to death, plant the bloody knife in Amanda's hand, and use her already mental state of mind as to why she would do such a thing. Amanda hears her out and drinks the rest of the drink, signaling Lily to go forth with her plan. As we stare at Amanda, passed out, Lily exits the screen. Moments later, we see Lily with the knife in hand as she plants the knife on the now passed out Amanda and gently lays down next to her as the scene fades to black. We come back to Lily, now months after the incident, who runs into Tim as she parks her car. As the two talk, Lily lets Tim know what happened recently and of the note Amanda wrote her. Tim asks what it says. Lily simply replies, I don't know. I threw it away. The movie that we watched this week is Thoroughbreds. It was pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty, good. pretty good. You know, it was a pretty like dark movie, especially when it starts with like her like murdering that horse. Yeah. I mean, you they don't, don't show it. her murdering the horse, but like it's implied, and then you you get little hints here and there, and then like they just flat out just tell you like she murdered that horse. Yeah. Um, it was like. It was cool because it was, like, obviously supposed to be very, like, dark. But it was also quirky and funny. Yeah. But, see, I was trying to explain it to Eric, and I was saying, like, it's kind of like killing of a sacred deer. Where it's, like, it's funny, but, like, you're so, it's so awkwardly funny that I feel like most people wouldn't laugh where we laugh. That's true. Like, we, like, there's a lot of times in movies where... We go to see these movies, and me and you are sitting there, and we're laughing, and no one else is laughing, and they're, it's just like, I don't know if, like, is like that's not everyone's sense of humor, I think. I guess. But I feel like, I feel like this movie, <laughs> more so than Killing of Sacred Doom, oh, we're yeah. meant to laugh, <laughs> like, that hard at those parts. Because the characters kind of allow it to, to be pretty, like, silly, even For though sure. they're dealing with like really fucked up things, like they they want to kill. 
the dad. Now, now I, I really want to watch Split now because I want to see um, Anya Taylor-Joy in more films. She's a really good actress. Yeah, no, did you ever watch Morgan yet? No, which one was that one? Oh, you're such a jackass. It's where she plays Morgan. Okay. It's pretty self-explanatory, Dom. All right. Anyways, um, also, like, Olivia Cook is really good, because I've only seen her in Bates Motel, but she was in Ouija, I think, the first one. Wasn't she? I've never seen the first one. I never saw that one. I only... I think I only saw the second one. But she's really, she's really good. She's really good at being, like, just out there. Yeah, she's very, like, uh, very, like, monotone, kind of off-put. Yeah. Which makes sense. And, like, the one thing I really like, too, about it, they tell you from, like, the beginning, basically, that they've been friends. They were friends. Yeah. And just like most people, you know, sometimes you lose contact or whatever. Uh-huh. And you think that it's just... Because they kind of go into different routes and stuff and whatever, right? And the whole time you're watching this thing and you're kind of thinking like, oh, yeah, she just, she snapped and she kind of just changed. And that's why um, Amanda did what she did, right? Mm-hmm. But then like right at the end when she asked her like, like, hey, when my dad died and we were oh, in the car yeah. and all this stuff. And she's like, were, were you faking it? And she goes... Yeah, it's pretty good, huh? So it's like, oh, she's always been fucked up. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's always. And she tells her too, straight up. She's just like, I just don't feel anything. Yeah, it's like, but isn't but, that? But see, like they paint it so well, where you're thinking that it's because some trauma that happened, because that's why she killed her horse. Yeah, and and even when she talks about killing the horse, she says that she kind of did it. For the sake of the horse. Yeah, to put it out of its, like, misery. Yeah, so you're like, okay. So, so she kind so, of feels yeah, for Yeah, she feels for whatever. But I think it's more of a logical, like, well, the horse can't suffer. Yeah. We got to put it down. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with, like, psychopaths, right? Yeah. Isn't that that they, they imitate people's emotions that they, because they can't feel emotion for themselves? Yeah. The whole point is that, well, she knows that the, the, the horse is going to suffer. She doesn't empathize with the horse. She just, just knows. knows that it's going to suffer. Yeah. So she's like, well, the only logical thing is to kill that horse myself instead of making it suffer. Yeah, because no one else is going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then she ended up, like, making that horse suffer. I mean, for a little bit. But now it's not alive, so it's fine. I, I really like that because the whole time I'm thinking, like, okay, something must have happened. Like, something with her mom or, like, you know. Like her dad, dad or, something. or something. And that's why she felt the way she did about the horse or... Like, you know, there's going to come out that, like, she was abused and, like, that's why she rode the horses or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you would think that it was going to tie in well, some see, cause way that's, like that. That's what we're programmed yeah. to watch a film and you're supposed to be like, okay, well, they're going to explain some traumatic backstory. But it's like, no, but yeah. in real life. Yeah, she's, she's psychotic. There and, are people who are just, they're just like that. Yeah. That's, there's no reason. There's no and, and, explanation. And they could, and like, I really liked the way they did it too because yeah. I was kind of thinking that she was going to say, like, uh, no, not really, or something, you know. Because at the end of the movie, Lily comes off as like this kind of like, <laughs> I guess she's also pretty, uh, I guess she's more, is she more sociopathic? 
Yeah, I'd say more of a sociopath than anything. I mean, either way, like, she comes off kind of like, like an evil bitch and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But, like, I mean, could you... Could you imagine though? Like, well, see, and it's just it 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 gives you like that's why this I think this film is really good is it gives you a great like it shows you these two characters. One is obviously a psychopath, but she doesn't want to kill people. Like when she when Lily brings up the fact that she's like we could kill my stepfather, she's just like no, you're not gonna get away with it. Yeah. She knows like you can't just do that. Yeah, like logically, she was in her head. She was like having someone else do it is fine because then it's further away from us. And it has nothing to do with, like, that she doesn't want to kill because, oh, my God, this guy, I don't want to yeah, kill this I, guy. because I think in her head she's like, hey, you have a problem, take care of it. Yeah. Your dad's your problem, have your dad, you know, kill your dad. And then when they actually go through with, like, trying to get, um, what's his name, Anton? Anton Yelchel. Yeah. Yel- Yelchin? When they try to get him to do it, it does make sense because... It's like, hey, we're both going to be gone and busy. And so when your dad dies, no one's going to point the finger towards us. And so having her dad die doesn't really matter because it's like, well, the dad's a problem or her stepdad. Her stepdad's a problem. So, yeah, just have him killed. Yeah. But then when it turns to let's do it together, she's like, no, we can't do that. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I thought was also kind of cool, too, is that they, they saved the reveal of, like, Anton... Yalchin isn't dead until like later in the movie where because or like you don't really know what happened to him after he tries to kill him yeah because they kind of they show him lifting the 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 barbecue and taking the gun you see the light coming on turning off the dad getting up and he he takes the uh fire poker and that's it like they kind of save it for later because you're like and you see him and you're like so what happened (laughs) at first I, i was thinking like she was freaking out i thought so too and then I was like, oh, shit, of course you didn't. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked it. And, you know, it is a slower-moving movie, but it doesn't. It honestly doesn't feel like... Like, it, it is a slow, a very quiet, like, mm. kind of just like a very simple-paced movie. But it doesn't really drag out in any way because I feel like the way they set up the, the scenes, even when they have those... Like the scene where she actually kills the dad, where it's just the one scene. Oh, that like, was cool. I like that. She takes off. It's just static, and yeah. you just see the action going. Yeah, and then she comes back, and, and you hear this, it. Yeah. Even though that was like a, a longer scene and stuff, like it didn't feel bad. Like it didn't feel like, uh, okay, we're waiting. All right. Okay, well, what happened? Now? You know what I mean? Yeah. It like it all made sense and stuff, and I really like that because even though I've said this before. I start. I think I'm starting to pre- appreciate slower moving movies. Yeah, there. Uh, and this is technically one, but I I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you get the same feeling you get from this as opposed to like. It comes at night or something. Yeah, because you know? that was a pretty slow movie. Yeah, but it's really. But that's a really good yeah. one. Yeah, you know, I kind of. I really like how they did the characters. Like at first, I was at first I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, like they're supposed to play these characters, but. I don't know. the The more you get into the movie, the more you start to believe that they're exactly who they are. Yeah. You know, um, it wasn't as suspenseful as it, I think it was maybe filmed to be, but it definitely had those parts where you're like, okay, all right, like I I get what's happening. It wasn't as it was suspenseful, but it wasn't 
the shock suspense that you'd get out of like my friend Dahmer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like you, you knew those those you knew these things that were coming, but they just made you have that giant like goal. Yeah. You know, I really like that part where <laughs> she was like, yeah, I was faking it or like, yeah, I did really good. Huh? Cause it's like, oh, so she's really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. Plus I think it was, what's his name's last film, right? Yeah. Anton Yelchin. Yeah. yeah. Which but, um, I remember them talking about it, but I didn't put two and two together yeah, until I realized either. he was in it. And Cause that's why I was like, Hey, is that, uh, what's his name? And I was like, is this his last movie? And when I looked it up, I was like, oh, yeah, it is. And it kind of sucks, too, because, like, you watch this and you're like, you know what? He's a really good actor, or was, and it just kind of sucks that, like, this happened to him, where it's, like, this, like, really horrible, horrible accident. And it just looks like, it just shows you, like, man, you just got to do whatever you can each and every day. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean... Could you blame Kevin Spacey for doing what he did then? Yeah, I can. Because he was living each day like it was his last. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't give you the right to uh, harass boys. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess so. No, if that's what you insist. It's a good film. I like how some of the stuff was like, yeah, of course it's going to turn out that way. Like, yeah, I kind of assumed that, that he wasn't going to pull off the murder. Yeah. I, I, I just thought like maybe something was going to happen where there was a reason why he did it instead of just him not doing it. But and then you could assume also like why the whole thing of like her killing the horse, like it gets drawn out all the way towards the, the towards the end. Yeah. Where she finally explains why and what she did. And I like that. I mean, you know, they slowly kind of put it out there like, hey, she did this thing. And for a moment, I was thinking that maybe she like jacked off the horse or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh my god! I don't know. You never know. They didn't show anything. That's right. Um, but her closing monologue too, when she sent her that letter, oh was really yeah, good. so fucked up. Yeah, it like was. The, the whole time you're like, you're hearing her basically write the letter, and then he was like, "So what did she say?" She's like, "I don't know. I just threw it away." It's like that's. <laughs> Messed up. Yeah, and then it's like, God damn, what a bitch. But that's her character, so she's supposed to be. Because that's what the that's the difference between like a psychopath and a sociopath, right? Is that one person just can't empathize, and the other person is like, what is it? What's a sociopath? I think it's mostly like, it's all about them. Oh, that's right. It's more like what's going on with them. Than yeah, it like it's like, I think it's it's more of like what can affect them. Like how oh, and how, how they get ahead and, and stuff, right? Like, yeah. oh, if I tell this lie, it's just going to get me like further and yeah. this and that. Like how can I get people on my side? Yeah. Like how, how am I the victim? Yeah, like, oh, there you go. How, yep. You know, how is this, you know, whatever. When I was looking up some stuff about the movie, I did see review from like Vanity or like, Cosmo or something like that but this one stupid piece of shit was like this movie made it would have been better if it actually said something about class and whatever we got from the from the movie and I'm like what? What so, does that have to do? Yeah with? so then I was reading it I read it over and over again and basically what she was saying is that like we talked about her expectations were that they were going to talk about 
this is about like rich people and what they go through and all this stuff and whatever and like it's them and like oh look how horrible rich people are with their money whatever and i was like uh, i don't think like i think you're reading too much into that yeah because that has nothing like the only the only reason why it ties in is because she said like her mom's with her because it's like financially you know it's better for her to be with her stepdad yeah than anything else like because you see him treat her like a piece of shit yeah so it's like that's really the only really thing that you kind of get from it but that's not what the movie's about. It's more yeah. of an examination of these two different, differing, like, like I just said, like psychopath and sociopath. It's like when these two come together and you, you actually get to see, it's like, oh, what makes one one is like, it's not necessarily what you think. It's it's a different examination altogether. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So I was saying, I was like, where the fuck are you coming from with that? I think she read like somewhere where it said like, oh, a rich girl and like a girl who's not yeah. well off. And it's like, well, I guess, but. Also, isn't Amanda's character like she's not poor? Yeah, no, she has they a nev- fucking a thoroughbred horse. Yeah, they never said she was poor. <laughs> yeah, they never said it was about class or anything. I, I think they were just trying to. I think they're. I think she thought they were trying to speak about like, like rich social highlights. Highlight. Ma- maybe like, like them being rich and like Anton Yeltsin doing it for I, them. I have or no something. idea, but I, I don't know where you're. But gonna basically, get that yeah, basically, ar- I was like, from. Go, I was like, I don't get what the like. And that was the only thing I was reading. Like most people, like actually like the movie. Yeah. Like it got yeah. it gets pretty good scores and I think stuff it had like that. Like an eighty six or something. Yeah, I mean, other than that, <laughs> I thought that was dumb. But that's that's the whole thing about you know having an expectation, or you know, yeah. her expectation was clearly off. Yeah. Which ruined the fucking movie for her. Which is dumb because it is a good movie. It's a, it is a really good movie, and yeah. I highly recommend. If anyone, I mean, if you if you've seen The Witch, and you like um, Anya Taylor Joy, or even Split, and you like her acting, yeah. I mean, she's really good in this. I think she's got really a really good career out of her. It and kind of it kind of feels like a, a new wave, almost like a like a new wave like Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Where you have a lot of those. I mean, it's not. It's not like cruel. Intentions. It's not like in cruel intentions. Because I thought it was gonna go there at first, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, okay, no, it's not going there at all." But I, it's, I think it's just like the kind of that that same feel. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like the characters just kind of after watching it, like that was the first thing kind of popped in my head. Like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish it was like cruel intentions. I, yeah. Like I, wish <laughs> I really, it was. I really wished it did too. But it wasn't. But it was just that that weird type of feel. Like it was like, I don't know how 2018 like type of feel. I don't know. Really well done. I really liked it. Plus, with us, they had a lot of really good like shots. Oh, like the yes. actual like yeah. scene setups and stuff. Yeah, some of it were kind of whatever, you know. The ones that did pay off were paid off really well. So I thought that was really good too. To segue from that to the segment, um, kind of talking about expectations and stuff, I, I wanted to talk about something that I see on the internet a lot and something that I think we've talked about a little bit, but I think deserves a little closer examination of is like fan theorizing in movies or even like on YouTube. Like, do you think like that whole like subculture of like 
theorizing and like, oh, we need to make a theory video on the, oh, like they just released the poster for Avengers 4. So now we need to make a whole theory about like how the movie's going to be. Well, it's the same thing we talked about with Westwood. I don't know if, I don't know if we talked about it here, but with Westworld, they, they, the actual like writers of the show, like the people behind the show talked about how they kind of don't like these people like fan making theories, fan theories because it kind of ruins the yeah. whole thing, which is true. But like, the, see, the thing is, watching Westworld for the first time that first season and not knowing what's going on and then having these people like pick up on these little things and you're like, oh, yeah. And then you start to pick up on these little things and you start to build this whole thing of like, oh, shit, what if it's what if it's this? Like, yeah. Oh, wh- what if that character actually is doing that? You know what I mean? It gets you excited. It kind of gets you really like even now, like even now with Westworld, it's still a big thing. Um, but I I tend to not. I tend to not watch a lot of theory videos now as opposed to back then because I kind of don't want that spoiled for me. But I I will still hear like like uh, Nerd Soup like you know one of our favorite like yeah um, reviews. If you guys don't like how we review shit, listen to Nerd Soup. You'll probably like that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's the one that we actually like really trust. Because yeah, he's. He's like, a normal like, guy. Like, like 98% of the yeah. time, like, he's spot on. He's, like, exactly like what we would say. Well, like, most of, the, most of the people on there, a couple of people. Oh, like, yeah, here and there, they're like, man. Eh, but, but the main guy. Yeah. Yeah, because usually things that he says, it's like, yeah, we completely agree. Yeah, and, and he was one of the, like, I found his channel very early on because of Westworld. Because when I started to look up, like, who's a man in black and stuff. Yeah. His videos, you know, even though they're very small, hit the point where I was like, it could be that. It really could be that. And it just totally trapped me in of like, oh, wow. Yeah. So that whole f- first season, I was following these things and I was I was there just with everyone else like, he's not the man in black. Or I think he could be the man in black. No, I don't think he's the man in black. <laughs> or, is he the man in black? Is he the man in black? Wait, maybe, it, wait. No, he can't be the man in black. <laughs> <laughs> like every fucking week, it just went back and forth. But I was so entranced by the whole thing because it was you were really trying to figure out this this mystery of like what's yeah. going on. Basically, what these fan theories do. Now, do you think um, being saturated by these all these fan theories and people constantly pumping out these videos like, oh, like. Hey, did you see this one detail in the Wreck It Ralph trailer? Like, do you think that ruins yeah. like going to see the movie? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because you'll have those people that will make up a certain thing in their mind. Yeah. That Wreck It Ralph is going he is definitely gonna do this. Then the movie comes, he's like, he didn't do that. And then the whole time you're thinking, That's dumb. Why didn't he do that? It's in in the well, trailer they did this. The internet they could have just done me. this. <laughs> see, because in the trailer this happened. And so because of this, and when I this think was supposed to happen. Dumber is like, 
you should never go by the trailer because they always cut things out of the trailer. Yeah, or now they're even hiding things in the trailer, especially Marvel is hiding yeah, everything. Yeah. Like what they did with Thor Ragnarok where they hid that... His eye. He, he lost his eye. Yeah. Or like with Avengers, they hid that okay. Thanos had all the stones, basically. Yeah, when or it was like Hulk wasn't really in it. <laughs> yeah, the Hulk wasn't yeah. in it. It's like, so they lie to you in trailers. Yeah. That's honestly, I like I told you, certain movies I won't watch trailers for because I... I just want to go and watch because if someone said, "Hey, there's a Halo movie coming out," yeah, I'd be like, "Okay, just tell me when it comes out." I don't have to see any trailer. You don't have to tell me anything about the story. I don't have to know jack shit about it. I, because I'm a fan, I'm gonna watch it no matter what. Same thing with Marvel. Same thing with a lot of other movies. Don't get me wrong. I know why trailers exist, but because I feel like sometimes they give a lot of the movie out, like the Jurassic World, the second one. Yeah. I feel like I'm assuming that it doesn't, but the last trailer they released, I'm just like, I don't know if I really want to watch this movie. I think I would rather wait till like junior. Someone's like, Hey, let's go see that movie. I'll pay or something. Yeah. As of right now, I don't really feel like I want to go see that movie. Because um, you know who I always see? It's cause it's like, I always see like Nerdist. They always do like, Oh, we have a theory for this. And then yeah. they're wrong. They're like, well, See, always wrong or like even like um film theorists like he does like especially for star wars he like picks apart these things he's like oh it's so and so raised parents he was wrong it's so and so raised yeah, parents yeah. he was wrong and he's like i'm gonna make one last prediction about her parents it's like and i'm gonna tell you i'm right and then i'm wrong yeah see i think some of them are actually pretty playful uh yeah, Comic, but, comics explain is definitely yeah, one yes if yeah. you ever if anyone ever wants to We've talked theorize about, about yeah. If everyone wants to theorize about what's going to happen in the next Marvel movies, and but completely know that it's wrong, li- listen to comics explain on yeah. YouTube, because like someone with him, it's more of like, it's more of the fan coming out, and I think he comes out at it with the more realistic vision. Well, he True. comes at it with the realistic mind of like. It's probably not going to happen, but hey, it goes guys, on. So, uh, the latest uh, poster that I've seen for um, Avengers 4, I think that they're hit, trying to hint at Fantastic Four being in this movie. And, and let like, me tell you why it's going to work. And it's like, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's and then, not going to work. <laughs> but he paints such an amazing picture. You're like, I yeah, like, I got yeah. it. It's kind of like uh, Pat Oswalt. Yeah, he never tries to be, though, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Like I'm predicting when, it. When Pat Oswalt had that whole thing <laughs> yes. of, like... <laughs> Of him going in with... About, like, Star Wars and Marvel crossing over? Yeah, like, it was funny, and but it was like, oh, that is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like Comics Explain, where he is the same thing, where he's like, yeah, it's funny. It's ridiculous, the shit that he comes up with, so you're fine with it. But on the other side of the spectrum, you have the people who genuinely believe that certain things are going to happen or that should happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where you start to get into, like, the really muddy parts. Because those are the people that wholeheartedly believe in, you know, X and Y. And that that's the only way that Z is going to come. Yeah. And when it's not, then all of a sudden it's nothing that they're interested in. Because in their head... X, Y, Z makes so much more sense than A, B, and C. Yeah. And A, B, and C is so easy and uh, played out that doesn't make any sense. They should have went with X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's like those people who, they saw the last Jedi trailer, 
they were like, oh, I know how it's going to play out. So my theory is that, um, so they're going to start off on that one planet crate, and then it's going to be basically like Empire Strikes Back. So it'll move through this and that. And it's like, no, they completely flipped it on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then now you're sitting there like, oh, well, I hated it because, like, ugh, didn't make any sense. Like, why would you be there at the end of the movie? How come it's not like Empire Strikes Back? Now I'm going to go <laughs> online and harass Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And that's where the the negative comes into it. We've been a part of that before. We've yeah. been where we're like, oh, they'd be so tight if this happened. Or like, oh, you know what? They should they should have so-and-so do this. But I don't think I've ever let it affect like how I view the movie yeah. or whatever movie. Yeah, like I'll watch it and be or like, TV oh, that show. sucks. I kind of wish they would have done this. Or like, yeah. oh, that would have been way cooler if this happened. I don't know. I kind of just accept it for what it is. Yeah. And like watch the movie and then the movie as a whole is something that I either like or dislike but it's the movie that I'm judging you know yeah I get what you're saying that's where the theory videos kind of really get fucked (laughs) is because you have someone who will sit here and watch a trailer and be like oh wow that's you know there's this in there and there's that in there and oh there's this scene and that scene so they'll start to make up their a goes into B, goes into C, and that's why D happens. And then in the movie, like, none of that shit happens. And then they're like, well, that's dumb. Like, so they just go to a planet to do this thing? That's dumb. Oh, so they just happen to run into these people here? Oh, that's Sorry. dumb. Because in your mind where you can make this shit up, not where you have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars and 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 man hours like making this shit yeah it's all in your head so because they didn't do it like in your head then it's dumb and it's like what like that's where the negative comes into the whole thing personally i really don't find fan theories like at first they were kind of cool when you go back on like reddit and like it'd be kind of cool like uh like, uh, one that I read that was just interesting because it was, like, about Arrested Development. How they were, like, Tobias is actually supposed to be black in the show. That he's he's actually, like, albino or something. Because they make a lot of references <laughs> to, like, for some reason, a lot of references to him being, like, black. Like, one of the first things they say is, like, Tobias. When you think of Tobias, you think of, like, a big, strong, like, black guy. And they're... And, like, they just, there's th- different things here and there yeah. where they hint at it, where, like, this one person pieced it all together and they're like, oh, is this what it's supposed to be? Like, it's like a fan theory, right? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, see, like, that doesn't hurt the story at all. But now you're, you get these people who are like, well, so in this new uh, TV spot I just watched last night, it had the shadow. So, like, the shadow, do you think that could be Doctor Doom? Yes. Fan theories and all this shit beforehand, yeah, they were more of, like, whimsical. Yeah. It was more of like, e- even like the, the fucked up, like Rugrats being like oh, all yeah. dead or whatever, right? Yeah. It was interesting because you can you can plant those like, okay, I could tie this to that. Oh, yeah, that does actually make sense. Oh, and that would make sense. You know, whatever, right? Yeah. And it's like, cool. But when you go back and watch it, it's not like you're like, oh, you poor dead babies. Yeah. <laughs> or like the, the one theory that in Signs... They're not aliens, they're demons. Yeah, demons. And see, but then when you go back and watch it like that, 
some of it makes sense, some of it doesn't. Like the ending makes sense. Like if you if you're thinking they're demons, right? Like yeah. that makes sense. But like everything else doesn't. <laughs> like especially like with the stuff like in the TV and like seeing the like the the lights in the sky and then like, um, I think is it with like the the, the footage on TV? Remember yeah. when they see the alien? Or it's all walking by. Yeah. I still remember that. Yeah, like that, that I, was I, creepy. I remember like, that's so crazy. But, you know, now I know it's just kind of like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, see, like like some of these series are really cool. Yeah. And, and some of them are like, all right, yeah, I see where you're coming at. That makes sense. Cool. That's awesome. Rat. But see, now a lot of the fan theories are more of happening kind of beforehand. Yeah. Of like, oh, this, like, look at the Infinity Stones are spelling out Thanos, so this is going to be the next stone, and then yeah, it doesn't happen. Is, You're yeah. like, that's dumb. Like, they had it spelled out there. Why did they Why did they not do it? It's like, because maybe they didn't really... Or maybe they, that didn't, they didn't care that much. Yeah. Or maybe they did it to throw you off because, you know, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, whatever. But a lot of it, you know, now it's like the new Star Wars movie will come out and the, the trailer will come out. And they're like, okay, well, because of these last two movies and because of the trailer, this is going to happen. That's definitely going to be in the movie that's going to happen. Then it's not in there and it's like... Well, I hate this movie. Well, this is dumb. Like, they should have put... That only makes sense that this this happened, you know. And I get you know there's certain things that people don't like about the movies because, like oh because the, you know, they don't even talk about this that's stupid or like oh yeah they bring this up and then not it's like yeah, those are you know those are reasons why I would understand like that it, it irritates you whatever, but when it's you coming up with your own mind yeah and saying that oh well see because in the first movie. This connects to that. So in the the last movie, then that means like what's your name? Ray returned to a Super Saiyan because that only makes sense. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, no, that didn't happen. And they're like, well, let's see. This is fucking stupid. This is why Star Wars is shitty. This is why we can't have girls be uh, main actresses in movies. This is why Kathleen Kennedy has to get out. Yeah, that's um, why we can't have colors. The real rebel, yeah, the real rebel alliance is here now. So let's change all of this stuff because they're not doing. I'm gonna write a dumb petition that says you should take this out of canon because a multi-billion-dollar company is gonna listen to me sitting here on a computer. Yeah, because we're the real rebel rebel alliance. We're it's gonna like, take out the 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 dark side. Yeah, now I need to harass this one poor girl who just happened to uh, star in the film. Even though if they're, even though I hate this other movie that's in the series, I need to talk to her about it. Even though she has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Fan theories and all that stuff. It is it is a little bit irritating. Mm. Um, especially now where I don't want some of this shit ruined for me. Yeah. But I think I think on the the top scale, like the, the top of the whole thing. I think it's fine. I think once you really start to to get into it and deep in, deep deep into it, that's where you have your problems because you'll you'll find ten videos on why the last Jedi has to end with um, 
with with Ray being a Super Saiyan. And then in your head, you're like, yeah, of course, because this guy pointed out and and this girl made that video and 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 this guy has a whole timeline of why it's gonna happen. My God. So then when it comes out and she's not a Super Saiyan. You're like, oh, this is so fucking stupid. This is dumb. Blah, blah, blah. And then the creators could be like, hey, guys, this is Star Wars. No one in Star Wars can be Super Saiyans. It's just a different yeah, thing. Yeah, but see, then why did you put it this in that trailer? It's like, because? Because that exists in this world. Like, well, oh, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's that's where you really start to, and that's where you really start to get into the whole thing. And that's why I think, like, it, it both is good and bad because you can look up like you can look up right now like Star Wars nine theories yeah and you'll have hundreds of videos to look up and and through those hundred videos you might find twenty people who have a similar idea that you have well just look at fan theories for pre Last Jedi. I feel like that's what ruined yeah. for a lot of people because they were like, well, Snoke obviously has to be somebody. And that's yeah. what all their videos were. Like, well, he has oh, he's somebody. definitely... He's got to be like somebody. This old he's super important. Jedi, this old Sith that, like, actually survived. And so, like, this is... Oh, yeah, that's this... Yeah, okay. I get it now. They just ruin it for themselves. Yeah. They could suck a big Ariana Grande dick. Okay. I think like even if I have a problem with it, I'm I'm still gonna be maybe like a, a smaller part of it, but I I think I'd still be somewhat interested in it, depending on like who like I said depending on who it really is, uh-huh. and what the subject's about. But as for like it as a whole, I think it's more of like uh, depends on where you step, because fan theories as fun as they could be damaging to like what the movie should be and what you think the movie should be now before we end the episode do you have a favorite fan theory i don't know a favorite i'm trying to think of or do you have one that you're like oh yeah you know what i I can see that or i think the ed and eddie one like i always really like where it's like they're they're different they're supposed to represent kids from different time periods yeah and they're all in like a like a limbo or something limbo whatever yeah. I, I really like that idea. And I, I kind of hope that it's true. <laughs> so, um, I'm pretty sure there's more I can't think of. But that's the first one I can think of. Because when I, I think more that than the Rugrats, I was like, I could see that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I hope that's exactly what it is. What about you? I think it would have to be... Uh, there's so many ones that I, I've heard that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's... I kind of like the signs one because I really would like to see that, like where it's like, demons. yeah, where they're demons. What if he made a, a what if he made a another movie, same world. Fifteen years later, okay, where that's true. Huh. Different characters, different everything, different part of the the world, country, whatever. So it completely dispels that they're aliens. Yeah, that they are demons. I don't know. I feel like that ruins it. So you just want the theory to be a theory? I think it would be better if it just applied to that one movie. Not like another movie ex- explaining like why that has to apply. You know what I mean? Like it's fun to just say it about the movie. It's not fun for it to just like actually be true. Is it a, is it a fan theory or is it known that, um, what's his name, Neville, is like the real chosen one or something like that? I think that's a fan theory because... The thing is, and in I the, like that one too. You like that one too? Yeah, 
because yeah. Harry Potter is a bitch. Well, see, in the books, it explains to you that it doesn't say who is supposed to be able to kill the Dark Lord, Lord Voldemort. It just says that there's going to be a child born as the seventh mon- month dies. So someone born at the end of July. So as the seventh month dies, we'll, he'll have a power the Dark Lord doesn't know. And neither one can live while the other survives. See, in the books, it tells you that Neville was born a day before Harry. Oh, no, and that he'll mark him as, as his equal, that the Dark Lord will. Voldemort being very, like, I guess kind of worried that, like, one of them will grow up to be this person that's supposed to defeat him. Yeah. He sends some Death Eaters to kill Neville, and then he tries to go kill Harry himself, right? But basically, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It basically, if he had just switched, either one of them would have been the chosen one. Their lives could have been completely flip-flopped if he had gone instead or they had gone instead. Mm. But basically, he fulfilled the prophecy for himself. Okay. Because in the book, too, it's like, you could kind of say that Neville knows a power that he doesn't because he's really into, like, herbology and all that stuff. But it's like, that's not what it is. It's about love. She makes it very, like, clear that, like, it's because Harry Potter knows how to love and uh, Voldemort doesn't know how to love. Stupid. <laughs> Hope I ruined the the book series for you guys. Anyways, ending on that stupid, stupid note. Thank you guys for listening. Thank um, you. I really appreciate it. Shout out to all the new listeners and viewers of our Instagrams and Twitters and what have. Oh, did we get a bunch of new ones? Cool. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, Thank thanks you, guys you guys so much. Like I said, hit us up whenever you want, if you if ever you want. And um, I hope you're enjoying, you know, kind of what we're doing here. Like I said, we're just constantly trying to get better, doing this ourselves whenever we can, you know, wherever we can. And so, you know, trying to keep that DIY ethic alive. Um, DIY. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And be sure to catch us every week and check out our, our, our new, like, like bonus episodes. Yeah. Podcasts. Um, if you want to hear more of just us talking about kind of random things as opposed to like having to talk about a movie, having to talk about a subject, whatever, like we kind of just go through here and there about whatever. Yeah, listen to what's good. Yeah, so yeah, be on the lookout for more of those. And like I said, new episodes every week. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you guys have a, not that bad. have a good one. Just remember, guys, it's not that bad. Yeah.